0: Hi everyone, this is your host, Kimyata Morris-Kizito, and thank you for tuning in to the He Speaks louder podcast. On here, I will help you discern between the voice of God and the devil. Now let's begin. Hey family, this week I am going to be talking about exposing the spirit of fear. And oh, how familiar I used to be with this spirit, guys. The spirit of fear can hinder you or even stop you from entering into the promised land that God has for you. God does not want his children to be walking around in fear. God doesn't want us to invite fear into our lives. God wants us to know that the one who is trying to instill fear in us, let's just call him by his name. It's the devil that he has already been defeated. God has not given his children the spirit of fear, but all too often we allow it to plague our lives. I'm not saying by the time that this episode is over that you won't have fear anymore, but I am saying you will have the knowledge to be able to kick it out when it tries to creep up. Now let's begin. I'm going to start off with Proverbs 29 and 25 as our foundation and it reads, the fear of men brings a snare, but he who trusts in the Lord will be exalted. So the Bible is already letting us know that the fear of what others think about you, the fear of what others can do to you, the fear of what others can say about you, the fear of others, period, will bring a snare. It is a trap. But the one who trusts in the Lord will be lifted up. Today we are going to focus on numbers 13, 26 through 33. For you who are not familiar with this or for those who are um, I'm just going to give a little reminder. This is when the Lord commanded Moses to send leaders from each ancestral tribe who all were leaders of the Israelites to explore Canaan. Now, before I even jump into it, I'm, I am going to um, start off in 17 actually, because I don't want anybody to be confused. And I just want to give a little backstory about, you know, what's going on. So I'm going to start with 17. So again, I'm in the book of Numbers, guys. If you got your Bibles, if you're driving in a car, just go ahead and listen. Or if you're at home, just listen. Um, book of Numbers, chapter 13, NIV version for me is where I'm coming from. And 17 says, when Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said, go up through the Negev and on into the hill country. See what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Are they unwod or fortified? How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there trees in it or not? Do your best to bring back some of the fruit of the land. It was the season for the first Ripe grapes. So Moses wanted them to bring back some fruit. So, guys, they went up there. And this is where, this is where we're really going to start talking about fear because they came back with a report. That's what Moses wanted them to do. He wanted them to go look at the land and then he wanted them to report back what, you know, they seen, what they discovered. So, this is the report. They came back. I am in 28, guys or 26, I'm sorry, they came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh and the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land which you sent us and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful. This is where the fear come in, guys. And the cities are fortified and very large. We even seen descendants of Adnak there. I don't know who Adnak is, but Adnak got them afraid. And then they begin to talk about the other people who they seen living in this land of Canaan. Moses or Caleb, I'm sorry silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of this land for we can certainly do it. Now, this is where you pause right now. And this is where you just take, you know, a look at your territory and who's around you. This is a good thing to think about. Are you having people in your life who are not making excuses, but are encouraging you to do the things that God has called you to do. Because even though fear started to creep up and they were scared, there was a bold individual and his name was Caleb. And Caleb said, we can certainly take possession of the land. There are going to be people in your life that tell you, you can't do this. You can't do that. This may be too hard. This may be too large, but keep the ones around you who, who tell you you can do all things through Christ who strengthen you. If God called you to it, he will equip you. Those are the people that you want around you. As we go down, it says, but the man who had gone up, I'm in 31. The man who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. See, guys, when other people are afraid to do stuff, they'll even make you afraid. They'll tell you what you can and can't do. They'll lay out all the obstacles and challenges before you to make you believe that you can't walk into the land that God got for you. It says that they said the land we explore devours those living in it. There they go, letting that fear creep up, starting to make excuses. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak come from the Nephilim. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. They not only shrunk themselves down, but they shrunk themselves down in the eyes of other people. It's one thing to put yourself down. And it's another thing to put yourselves down in the eyes of other people. You don't want to do that. If God is sending you somewhere, you don't want to shrink yourself down. I ain't got this. I don't have that. I'm not qualified. I don't have the provision for this. God is saying, I've already provided God is saying, all I want you to do is walk in it. God is saying, don't worry about how you're going to be able to afford the building. Don't worry about how the business is going to look. Just start the plan. Don't worry about the next chapter in the book. Just continue it. But so many times we listen to others and we shrink ourselves down. We literally disqualify ourselves. But if God called you, he will equip you. Now, guys, this is where it get a little heated. Even I got mad. It says that the people begin to rebel. So they begin to rebel against what God wanted them to do. It says that night, all the members of the community raised their voices and wept out loud. They begin to cry out loud. All the Israelites grumbled, started grumbling against Moses and Aaron. And the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt. Now, if most of you are not familiar, because right now they're saying, if only they had died in Egypt or the wilderness, the Lord had delivered these people. And now they're wanting to go back and die where they were delivered from. See, The Lord is trying to move you forward. But now you want to go back to that house. Now you want to go back to that addictive habit. Now you want to go back to that bad crowd. Now you want to go back to that place that no longer serves you. Now you want to go back to that toxic relationship. God has delivered you. And instead of moving forward because you are afraid, you want to go backwards. God is saying, I called you. I'm going to equip you. You don't need to worry about what's there. Do not shrink back. Do not desire to go back to the place you prayed yourself out. Do not desire to go back to the place that the Lord gave you breakthrough from. God is wanting you to trust that whatever he's calling you to do, he already has it worked out for you. It doesn't matter who's on the other side. It doesn't matter who's standing there trying to oppose you. It doesn't matter how great they are, how strong they are, how big the place is. It doesn't matter if you don't even have the money for it. God is saying, I called you to it. Now trust me. I called you to it. Now walk in it. The only thing he wants you to do is walk in it. That's it. He wants you to trust him at his word. If he gave you a vision, he wants you to know that it will come to pass if you have faith and trust in him. How do we know that? It says that those who trust in the Lord will be exalted, he will lift you up. You don't have to worry about what others are saying. You don't have to worry about any doubt or any negativity around you saying what you can and can't do. You don't have to worry about despising small beginnings. God is just wanting you to walk in it. So right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I come to you right now asking you to cast out every seed of doubt, every seed of that has been sown into this person's life, every seed of fear that has been sown into this person's life, Father God. I ask you to help them walk into their promised land because you have it already flowing with milk and honey, Father God. I ask you, Father God, to give them the courage, to give them the boldness, Father God, to walk into the promised land no matter what it looked like. Help them to trust you right now, Father God. Cast out any distraction that is causing them to focus on anything except for what you're calling them to do, Jesus. Have your way in their lives, Father God. Exalt them because they trust in you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Until next time, guys.